Right then. Unless anyone has anything else they want to bring up? No? Well, I guess that's everything for today's meeting. Robert, if you could get those numbers to me straight away, I can make a start on them today. Oh, and Jennifer, you couldn't wing me over another copy of that sales report, could you? Thanks. Keep up the good work, everyone. Everything all right? What? Yeah, fine. Just, that went on a bit longer than I had expected. They always do. The department heads really know how to talk. Some of them like the sound of their own voices a bit too much. Sorry, didn't mean anything by it. They know what they're doing. And I owe them so much for keeping everything going. You too. Thanks, but we've just been doing our jobs. No, you've gone above and beyond the call of duty, Rowan. I can see why my father respected you so much. And I'm glad you agreed to stay and help me. He was a great man. It's what he would have wanted. Rowan, there's something I wanted to ask you, but it's a bit of a long story. I can clear your schedule for the rest of the day. <laughs> Actually, that's not a bad idea. It's just, after everything that has happened... So, Doctor, mind if I stick around for a bit longer? Do you trust me? Any time, any place. Perfect. My dear Georgie, now for some real excitement. Something's wrong, isn't it? I worked with your father for long enough, and you're just like him. You both have the same look when something's bothering you. I've been thinking things over, trying to piece it all together, make sense of it. I need to talk to someone. My mother, we're close enough, but she has her own things to process right now. And there's no way I'd go to some therapist. I just can't do that. I'm not crazy. I just need a friendly ear. I wish I could talk to my dad, but... But he's not here. It's been a trying time, I know. You don't know the half of it. You said it yourself. He trusted you. I trust you. But you have to promise to keep an open mind. If I were in your shoes, I'm not sure I'd believe my story. Then I'll listen. If that's what you need. I'm not one to make judgments before I've heard the entire story. And then, if I think you're crazy, I'll certainly let you know. I knew you'd be the right person to talk to. I appreciate your faith in me, Miss Darlington Cook. Call me Georgie, please. I think that's only fair. You look pensive staring out of the window like that. Dad always liked the view. Fifteenth floor. You get a good view of the city from up here. I loved my parents. Adored them. And they felt the same about me. When I found out Dad was dying, it made me look back on everything again. All those things I took for granted. I understand. When I lost my wife a few years ago, I went through something similar. You knew my dad as a good businessman. It's important you know he was also a good parent. Mum, too. Too many people lose themselves in their jobs, neglect their families. Dad was never like that. Mum and Dad were always there for me. They brought me up in the lap of luxury. I didn't want for any toys or books or... They wanted the best for you. Yes. But just because they had the money to shower me in gifts didn't mean they let me lose sight of what things were worth. 
I tried to give away some of my toys once, I had so many, and all of my friends at school were jealous. I was trying to be generous. I knew I had more than them, and I wanted them to have nice things too. But the other kids didn't like it, nor did their parents. They thought I was showing off. That came from your dad. He was always generous like that with his staff. When we had the economic downturn, he took a pay cut to be sure it wouldn't hit the rest of us as much. I told him to do the same to my wages. I could take a bit of a hit, more than some others. Dad always prided himself on paying above the industry average, always more than just a living wage. He took care of his employees. I admired him so much, and he supported me in any way he could, getting me here, ready to run the company. I suppose my life has been building to this. All my studying, my time at university, this company is where I belong. This work is what I'm good at. And it's the least I can do to repay my parents for everything they've done for me. But I think back to those kids who thought I was showing off and I worry people feel I don't deserve to be here, that I'm only in this position because of my father. No one believes your promotion was nepotism, but I understand wanting to earn your keep. You certainly know your stuff. It doesn't always win me friends. People don't like to be told they're wrong. You're just doing your job. My adult life has always been grounded in the theoretical. My studies were always focused on how to do things, not actually doing them. But as a kid, I'd focus on something and it was as good as done. I was single-minded, maybe too narrow-minded sometimes. That isn't always a bad thing. No, it can be helpful, at times. Like Russia. I went on that trip to prove to myself I could take care of this business, just like my dad. But it was more than that, and I travelled a lot further than I intended. I get the feeling you don't just mean interrailing through Europe. Sometimes I can't believe my mother. Stop texting me. I'm fine. All passengers for the 1825 to Sochi should head to gate 13. I'm lucky for some, hopefully not me. Just about to get on the plane. Shouldn't be in Russia for more than a few days. We'll let you know if anything comes up. Love you too. Kiss, kiss. Final call for passengers for the 1750 flight to Alicante. Wish I was on that one instead. I've got a bad feeling about this. I can't let Dad down. This trip should go smoothly, and then... And then I'll be back. Or maybe I'll get another flight. Or go somewhere else. Keep going somewhere else. Never come back. Hmm, maybe. Best not get ahead of myself. Russia first. The rest of the world can wait. And you got on the plane? I did. But it didn't quite go to plan. We figured that much. You never made it to the meeting. You disappeared. We were all worried. The flight was... interrupted. There was a problem with the flight path and we were... diverted. And I ended up somewhere else. Not where I expected. You'll think I'm completely insane. Still listening. You see, it wasn't just turbulence or anything like that. It was... aliens. You're being serious, aren't you? Yep, you didn't flinch. People normally flinch when I say that. You make a habit of saying it? 
Fair point. They're called Cybermen. They're giant metal men, like robots, but with humans inside. They were interfering with time, making holes in what's called the Vortex. I fell through one of them and landed in Stalinist Russia. That hole in time sent me into the past. I see why you were so reluctant to say anything. It sounds ridiculous. Then what happened? I wound up working in a gulag, and that single-mindedness kept me alive. But it nearly had a terrible cost. I almost made a deal that could have changed everything, just because it suited me at the time. I would have done untold damage, if it hadn't been for the Doctor. The Doctor? I met him there, in Russia. He's also an alien, but a good one, a Time Lord. He has a spaceship that's also a time machine. He rescued me, then. But he can't help now. Not this time. A spaceship and a time machine? And you did what? Travelled with him? I suppose I became one of his crew. We travelled to so many places. Other worlds. Other times. Dad would have been proud. And so impressed by everything we did. We stopped all sorts of terrible aliens. The Loringa, the Ushanra, and a being of pure light named Eden. I saw incredible things in the past and the future, but every time we came close to right here, right now, I got edgier. I wasn't ready to come home yet. I see. You were running away. In a word, yes. I'm not proud of it, but I just couldn't cope. I felt so guilty, but... It was such an opportunity, I couldn't pass it up. And I needed the time. I needed the space. And this doctor? Did he know? Did the doctor know about Dad? No, not for a lot of our time together, not as far as I was aware. But it built up inside me, this shame at running away from my responsibilities. From the company, from Mum. But then I'd remember that the TARDIS, the doctor's ship, could get me back at any point in time, in theory, at least. So what was the harm? It wasn't that simple, was it? Life with the Doctor was crazy and non-stop. I got distracted by others, became a bit fascinated by other people's losses. I felt drawn to them, as if we were kindred spirits. But after the Doctor learned about Dad, finally, he made the decision for me. It's time to go home. I take it there's nothing I can say to convince you otherwise? Not again, Georgie. Look, we both know that this is for the best. But I don't want to stop travelling with you yet. There are so many more things for us to see. You said you wanted to show me the fabled turquoise cat of certain five. What about him? Nice fella. Met him before. But I haven't. And then? If we took a detour first, what then? Because I have a feeling it would be the same again and again. Frida Kahlo, Walt Whitman, Peter Cushing, the living topaz moons of Kaichon, Ilsa Nublar, Napoleon's pastisseries. One more, one more, one more, over and over again. We can't, and you know that. I know. Sorry, I shouldn't have asked. No, 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 it's, it's okay, it's okay, okay, look... I'd have done the same. Look, we're similar, you and I. We're always running. But if my years of experience have taught me anything, it's that there's definitely things that you need to face. Coordinates are locked in. We're on our way. I'm taking you home. 
Why won't you look at me, Georgie? Maybe I don't feel like it right now. It wasn't long ago that you wanted to go home. I'm just trying to do what you asked for. Remember when we first met? When you were taking everyone who was displaced by the Cybermen home? How lost you got then? Ah, uh-uh, you're exaggerating. Look, the old girl takes us where we need to be. Even she knows it's time. I don't want to talk anymore. We're here. Whenever you're ready. Just out there. Through that doorway. I don't know if I can do it. Go on. I've got faith in you. I can't. You can't make me. Oh, come on. Come on. I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, Georgie. I know what's outside is terrifying in many ways, more terrifying than the things that we've seen together. But it's also so much more important. If I go out there, it's real. It's always been real. But I'll be home. I'll have to say goodbye. He'll really be gone. Your father will still be with you. I can't do this. Okay. I'll leave first. Then you follow me out. Does that sound easier? I'll make sure there's nothing nasty out there waiting for us. But we both know there is. Just no bug-eyed monsters this time. Saving you from the Charkani or stopping the Vigrex would be so much easier than what I'm about to face. Grief and loss are two of the cruelest things in the universe. Every living thing has to face them at some point, whether it wants to or not. I've been away too long. Today is the day you are scheduled to return from Russia. They're expecting you. But they'll know I never went to that meeting. How do I explain everything that's happened? Come on. That's enough stalling. You said whenever I was ready. And I'm not ready. Are you so eager to be rid of me? (laughs) Look, this isn't me kicking you out. I'm not going anywhere. You need me to be your friend right now, and I'm going to do just that. I don't want you to be hanging around like a little puppy at my heels. Does that really sound like me? When you're out of your depth, you can be unpredictable. And I think the complexities of the human heart more than qualify as being out of your comfort zone. Will you come to the funeral? Do you really want me there? Learning from past experiences, I know I don't always mix well with, um, family situations. Yes. And no. I don't know. I mean, yes, I do want you there, but would it be terribly awkward? How about I'll be there in the background? I could even come incognito. You've done this sort of thing before. Well, not this specifically. I mean, I faced a few mothers who weren't happy that I took their children off into time and space. So I'm more than familiar with what it's like to be... slapped. I can imagine. Tell me I can trust you. Haven't you been trusting me all this time we've been travelling together? I mean, about you not leaving. I know what I can do. Hang on, where is it? Um, ah, here we are. Take this. I've already got a key to the TARDIS, though. Take mine, too. I don't understand. If you have that, you can lock the doors behind us when we leave. I can't get back in, can I? Seriously? 
Well, consider it a gesture of comradeshipness. We're in this together. We've been through so much, and this is my way of showing you that you matter. Thank you. Would it help to take my arm? Would that make leaving the ship easier? Or I could guide you out, or give you a little push in the right direction, you know, sort of line you up with the door and... <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. Oh, now you're rejecting me. Oh, you, oh, now you're rejecting me. You call yourself a friend. <laughs> Acha. Best luck up when we leave, eh? I'm keyless these days. Hmm. We got back the day of the funeral. It was that feeling like when you're a kid, you know, when you think you've got all the answers, but then something comes along and bursts that bubble, and everything comes crashing down to earth, and you see things for what they really are. Your father's death. His death. His illness. He had so much left to give. That shouldn't have been the time to say goodbye. Georgie, you don't have to relive all that. It was just a bit of pain, you know? He dismissed it. But it didn't go away like he hoped. It got worse. He was reluctant to accept it. Put off going to see his GP even when we told him to. Finally, Mum's nagging got him to have a check-up. I'll never forget it. Dad said he'd call as soon as it was over. It was a Tuesday. The appointment was at 10.30 in the morning. He was only supposed to be in there for ten minutes, tops. I didn't hear from him until two in the afternoon. They were running extra tests and... And he was scared. He didn't want to say it. Didn't want to tell me something was seriously wrong. It's tough saying something like that out loud. You have to fully admit it to yourself when you tell someone else. But he said it. It was terminal. When I visited him at home, he was in tears. He didn't want to leave work, but didn't want anyone to see him like that. Ah, that was very like him. I don't think he had any time off sick for as long as I knew him. He saw so many consultants and specialists. They all said the same. There was nothing anyone could do. They offered treatments, but they would have left him with no quality of life. And the risks? It wasn't worth it. He said that straight away. All we could do was make him feel comfortable. But with all the pain, that wasn't easy. He stayed at home for as long as he could, but it became too much to manage. He had to be moved into hospital. We visited as much as we could, but he didn't like the fuss. Hey, Dad. I brought some grapes. Hey, honey. You okay? I don't think it's me we need to worry about. I'll always worry about you. That's part of being a parent. Something you'll understand one day. And you'll be around to see it. If only you'd get some rest. The nurses told me you've been refusing help. You're weak, Dad. I can make it to the toilet on my own. I don't need to be patronised. No, you don't need to be so proud. Is that all you came to say? To reprimand me? No, not at all. I came to check on you, to see how you are. We spoke on the phone just yesterday, honey. I'm fine. I wanted to see how you are. You might be able to put on a brave voice, but actually seeing you, you can't hide when you're in that bed. Bit difficult to run away when you're in a hospital. Don't joke. 
I keep saying that I'll be fine and I mean it. I'm your dad. I'm always fine. Let me give you a hug. Come here then. I love you, Dad. And I'm so worried about you. Georgie. He was still sending emails from his hospital bed, as I recall. He held on as long as he could. He wouldn't give up, you know that. I'm not sure he knew how. It was partly for the company, but mostly for you and your mother. So you wouldn't worry. Well, that wasn't exactly the effect it had. If anything, the inverse. We worried even more. It felt like he wasn't taking it seriously. And Mum wouldn't... She acted like nothing was happening. If I mentioned it, she'd pretend she hadn't heard. She was walking around as if she didn't know. Her husband was dying, and it was as if she was completely denying it. I hated it. I hated her for it. Those months were so terrible, and I spent them hating my own mother for how she was acting. We all process trauma differently. I should have been nicer to her. I'm sure she understands. She does, now. But back then, I don't know. And Dad, he'd shut his eyes and smile so softly, as if everything was going to be all right. <laughs> I know what you mean. He did the same when he told me. But because they both shut off, we never had the chance to say what needed to be said. Then it was too late. Dad, he was gone. Here, take my handkerchief. I think I understand what you're trying to tell me. Your father's death was a terrible blow. You were grieving, struggling to cope. I know your mother tried to talk you out of the trip to Russia. She called me, asked if I could help. Like your father, you threw yourself into work. It was a way to escape what you were feeling. Aliens or no aliens, I won't judge you for that. It was a distraction. Mum wanted to reach out to, I don't know, hug it out, but I just couldn't. There was nothing anyone could say. I had made my mind up to go. I didn't have a choice. At least, that's what I thought at the time. He isn't truly gone, though. He's always in your heart. I know. But I haven't got to the really crazy part yet. I need to tell you about going home after the funeral. So many people cared about him. He meant a lot to so many. He'd have appreciated the service. It was a lovely funeral, if such a thing exists. He'd have been proud of you for that eulogy. I had to do it. For him. Thank you for coming back. For being here for this. Look, about everything. I know I shouldn't have run away. It's fine. No, it clearly isn't. It was wrong. I see that now. I should have been here. I just... I couldn't cope. I couldn't be here if Dad wasn't... It's okay. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I forgive you. You're back now. You're back. Everything will be okay. I just want to know where you've been. I've missed you. I've been... Travelling. And what's that supposed to mean? Travelling? Where? Who with? It's difficult to explain. I needed you. I needed my daughter. 
I've got you back now and I'm glad. But I don't see why you're holding back about this. Can't you tell your own mother the truth? Because it isn't that simple. I went travelling. Can't we just leave it at that? Because there's something you're not telling me. You can trust me. Ah, hello. Sorry sorry to interrupt. Hello. Um, Georgie, do you have a moment? Sorry, Mum. I, I just need to... Need to what? Georgie, who is this? Not now, Mum. Why not? Can't you introduce me to your friend? Is this who you've been... Mum, please. Georgie, wait. There's something I need to talk to you about. Sorry, was that a bad time? I'm not sure there will be any particularly good times for a while. What did you want? Well, just uh, um, to check on you. Well, I'm fine. Sorry, I don't mean to be short with you. You don't need to do this, the small talk. It's fine. I'm genuinely asking. I mean, you you know I care. I'm fine. After countless centuries of time travel, do you really think I don't know what that really means? Doctor, I'm fine. Okay, okay, okay. I must say this is a lovely house. Please stop. I get that this is hard for you. I like reading and knitting. I know you're trying to make me smile, but now isn't the time. Maybe I should take you to Trevescence Minor. There's a chemical in the atmosphere that puts your face into a perpetual smile. That said, it can be a bit creepy there. That I can handle. Keep doing that. What? Tell wild stories about other worlds? That's the doctor I know. I don't need you to be someone you aren't. I don't need you to try to be sentimental or human. Be yourself. And how often have you told me not to do that? I need something normal. Something dependable. I get that this is hard for you. I might be a time lord from the planet of Gallifrey with all that that entails, and yes, sometimes I don't get things that are painfully obvious. But you have to remember, we're aliens, you and I. Our emotions, our moralities differ on occasion. But first and foremost, I'm your friend. I'm here, Georgie, for whatever you need. There are some sausage rolls in the oven. Are there? Ooh. Mum insisted on doing food for the... the wake. People need to eat, she said. Sounds like she needed something normal to do. (laughs) Can you go and check on them? There are some people I need to see over there. Of course, yes, I can do that. That that I can do. Sausage rolls, yes. I can do this. A few days ago, I was stopping the Archduke Morkenheim from subjugating the Crossix Nebula. Now I'm stopping sausage rolls from burning. I do guess you never know what's coming next. Oh, looks like I was just in time. Well, I'd best try one, you know, just, just, just to check that they're um, safe to eat. <laughs> oh, I was just coming to do that. Oh, hi. Hello. Georgie sent me to... Mm. Make sure Georgie sent me to sort it. Oh, oh they're hot. hot, hot, hot. Mm-hmm, nice. That was good of you. Thanks. Mm. Oh, no problems. I'm, uh, <coughs> I, uh, <coughs> I'm, uh, I'm sorry for your loss. Thank you. 
I'm sorry, I didn't catch who you are. Hmm? Oh, I'm Georgie's friend, yeah. Sorry, I don't think we've met. How do you know her? So, Brother Bill, sorry, I, I, I do need to take this. I'll be all of a moment. <laughs> Was the doctor at your father's funeral? I don't recall anyone going by that name. Yes, he was there. I think he tried to key to himself, though. He can be a bit rude and probably didn't want to make a scene. Mum told me she found him in the kitchen. He didn't make the best impression. Practically ran away from her. OK, so now you're home after travelling in space and time with an alien, right? All of that stuff I've just told you, that's just the prologue. Just wait until you hear what happened next. It gets weirder, I'm afraid. But I'm telling you all of this because I need your advice. I'm not qualified to tell you how to beat Martians. That's not what I'm asking. Just listen. This might be the most shocking part. Who was that man? Good question. A friend. You said there was something you wanted to talk about? <sighs> You're going to think I'm stupid. Don't say that. Of course I won't. There's this person. Her name's Durant. She can, um, bring people back. What? Like a psychic? Have they told you they can talk to the other side? No, nothing like that. She can genuinely bring your father back. Sorry, Mum, but that's not possible. I get it. I understand why you're sceptical. But will you at least give her a chance? Hear what she has to say? I promise I haven't lost my mind. Dad's gone. There's nothing we can do about that. Not us, no. But Durant? Georgie. I know this is insane. It sounds like your grief is talking. I'll be the first to admit it. I'd do anything to have Scott back. And maybe I'm only saying this because I'm so desperate for it to happen. But it has to be worth trying. Does she want money? Is that it? No, it really isn't. I know it seems too good to be true. Sounds like a scam to me. I don't think you should be giving people like that the time of day. She can actually do it, though. I've heard. Go on. What have you heard? Rumours. Whispers. I know it's not certain, but it feels right. I feel like I know it's true. I'm sorry, but it just doesn't work like that. Why are you so insistent that I'm wrong? Because it isn't possible! And what makes you so sure? Just because you've been travelling doesn't mean you know everything now. It means I know a lot more than I did before. I've seen things you wouldn't believe, been to places that are impossible to imagine. And through all of that, I've learned a lot. How the world works, how it can work, what happens when you mess with how things are supposed to be. So yes, I'm very reluctant to believe this Durant. I can't see how it isn't a trick or a trap. Come with me to see her. Ask her whatever you want. Will that make you feel better? Did you see that? See what? Something moving out there, in the shadows. It looked big. Not you as well. Apparently there's some creature out there stalking the night or some such nonsense. That's local news for you. There's nothing out there. They can't be. This is a safe area. Maybe that's what the doctor was being weird about. Come on then. Let's go talk to a woman about a resurrection. I'll call ahead. Let her know we're coming. 
Oh, and Georgie. Please don't be that rude in front of Durant. I raised you better than that. Come in. You must be Andrea and... Georgie, her daughter. And you're here to talk about Scott? Your husband and father, respectively, hmm? Come through. Take a seat. I can make some tea if you want. That would be lovely, thanks. You seem surprised. Why? That she was nice to us. She seems reasonable. Respectable. I guess I was expecting... I don't know. Someone weird? Crazy? And you found a normal person instead. Please don't make a scene. Here we are. Brought some biscuits too. No need to butter us up. I know this is a hard time for you, and appreciate this isn't going to be the easiest conversation to her. But if you've come to me, I take it you're seriously thinking about bringing Scott back? Who wouldn't want to bring their loved ones back? Exactly. But it isn't to be done lightly. The process isn't simple, and it can be dangerous. Memories will be rewritten. The human mind can't cope with that. How can you be so sure? The process was thoroughly investigated, every outcome examined. Don't worry, this works. So why isn't this common knowledge? Why isn't everyone coming back? Think how dangerous that would be. If the human race stopped dying, this planet would be overpopulated in mere seconds. Only those that truly deserve it hear the calling and find their way here and have their heart's desire come true. You said our memories would change, so you're talking about changing the past. In a way, I am. But it would cause a paradox. If you brought my dad back, he'd only be alive because of what you're planning on doing. But if he's alive, we'd never come here to ask you to help. Then you'd never do this thing and he'd be dead again. Isn't this Sci-Fi 101? The process accounts for that. You've got to give us more than that. The paradox you're talking about will be absorbed. In fact, the energy the paradox creates is an integral part of the process. You mean the energy fuels it? The... You can say it. The resurrection? Yeah, it's something like that. But that doesn't make sense. It can't be that easy. It just can't. I don't wish to patronize, but the temporal science you're talking about is my area of expertise. I've spent years of my life working on this. I promise you, it is possible. You don't need to worry about the technical side of things, but I'll do all I can to explain it in terms you can understand. Unless you fancy getting multiple doctorates first. I want it to be possible, but I've seen things recently that make this so much harder. How about I show you? I've got someone else coming in shortly. Why don't you see it in action? Are you sure that's okay? No problem. It's important you're happy to go through with this. I mentioned it to Rufus, asked if you could observe. He saw the process in action before he agreed, so he's happy for you to be here. And if you have any other questions after that, Georgie, then we can arrange a time to talk it through. It's very important to me that you're happy with everything. If you'd both like to follow me, you'll be able to watch from in here. You can bring the tea.
If I could just leave you here, you should be able to hear what's going on. What is this place? Some viewing gallery? Looks like we're about to watch surgery happen. You still don't believe? There's something about this, yeah. But maybe I'm warming to her. I don't know. If she can show us that it works? Put it this way, I'm more open to it now than I was when you first told me about it. If her demonstration goes to plan, maybe it would be foolish to turn her down. For Dad. Look, there she is. I think it's about to start. That must be Rufus with her. I hope that you can hear me up there. Yeah, I see you nodding. Good. This is Rufus. He lost his wife Helen a couple of months ago in a car accident. Now I'm going to attach him to this equipment, like so. What do you think that thing is? Looks like a huge computer bank with lots of tubing and wires. Like the old, melded with the new. It reminds me of something I saw in Russia. Advanced tech. And two of those teleporter pads that they used to have in those old shows. Like Frankenstein meets Star Trek. It's weird. Look at all those wires she's connecting to that man. Looks like an electrical fire waiting to happen. Think he'll be okay? I'm sure she wouldn't let us watch if anything could go wrong. And then we just have to pull this lever and press her. The dead shall rise again. This man's grief is enough to put time back on the right track. Did you say, Georgie, look, it worked! His wife! I just need to run a few diagnostic checks, but it looks... Yep, looks like everything has worked perfectly. You'll feel a bit disoriented for a while, ma'am, but everything is going to be okay. Welcome back to the land of the living. I can't believe it. I mean, I thought it might work, but to actually see it... This is incredible! Durant wasn't lying. She can really do it. She brought that woman back. Georgie, are you okay? You look faint. Just shock. This is possible, Mum. We can bring him back. So, what do you think? That was remarkable. I don't know how you did it, but I'm certainly impressed. You'll feel a bit weird for a while. We're at the eye of the storm here. So we remember what was and what now is. You mean we still remember the fact that she was originally dead? Yeah, that won't go away. But in about ten minutes, neither of them will remember the other timeline. You just watched history change. With the flick of a single lever. The equipment is complex. There are countless steps. The lever is just the last one. To be honest, I couldn't resist the theatricality of it. It's too good to be true. It has to be. Would you like me to pinch you to prove this is real? Your father is special. The fact that you're here is evidence of that. Here, take my card. Sleep on it. Call me tomorrow, when you've both had time to think. Not just anyone is given this opportunity. We should probably leave you to it. Thank you for your time. That's okay. I'll see you soon. And that was yesterday. That's everything. Well... That is certainly quite a story. So, what do you think? That if business doesn't work out, you could try your hand as a fantasy novelist? No, seriously. You believe it works? That Durant can bring your father back? How could I ignore the evidence of my eyes? 
I don't know what to do. Of course I want my dad back, but the doctor would never approve. You'd normally have trusted him. Yes, but this is too personal for the doctor. He might be good at things on a universal scale, but when it's just about one person, when we're talking about my father, I don't know anymore. I can't tell him about this. He'd go mad and shut Durant down in a heartbeat. But that's not even the worst part. I reckon he'd probably be right to do it. You think there's something suspicious about Durant? There was something in there. I saw it during the demonstration. There was some creature in the lab with her. Something isn't right about this. But if I stop it, my dad stays lost forever. Could I really look the other way, just this time, for my dad? You have to pick. Decide where your loyalties truly lie. My best friend and saviour of everything countless times over, or my own father. I can't betray either of them, but I can't be true to them both. What am I supposed to do? Should I risk my relationship with the doctor to save my father? Tell me, what would you do?